0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to episode two of Draw United Talks. Um, the podcast is back for another episode. Um, the response from the first episode of the Draw the United Talks podcast has been unbelievable. Um, as you know, it's been set up by myself, Luke McQuillan, uh, owner of at drawdo underscore United fan page over on Instagram, so make sure you check the page out, drop it off, drop the account to follow and um I'll just get going now in the next couple of minutes but I just wanted to say thank you for your support from this um from the first episode of the podcast I was very nervous myself um I didn't really know what to expect going into the in like putting up a podcast I was a bit a bit shocked and uh, a bit nervous by um what was going to happen and what it was going to be like I didn't really know how it would turn out um but it seems to have turned out uh, well enough with the responses that I've gotten. So um thank you very much for all the responses. Uh I do really appreciate that. And um it's great for people who enjoy Dradi United and who enjoy League of Ireland who just want to hear about um Drada Um, because not many people would be um but I just wanted to say thank you very much for um tuning in and for you getting this far. Um I've really um appreciating the res the response from the first episode and your support. So on today's episode we're gonna be talking about um topics such as Tim Clancy and the impact the impact that he's made since coming into the club, also Kevin Doherty's. Uh we're also gonna be talking about last season and the players that we had last season and standout moments such as the Finn Harps game, um and the and the shells game and all the playoff games i'm also going to be talking about the signings that we have made this season and the squad that we have for this season and the players that we've kept Uh, i'm also going to talk about the atmosphere uh towards the end of the season where the shells game and the playoff games and i'm also going to talk about thoughts on the season so far before it was um unfortunately stopped by the current situation Um, very unprecedented times so uh have to make do what we can and um I just want to talk about uh behind closed doors and what would it what it would mean for the club and what to expect when we can return to stadiums um and also trying to get as many local fans to come out to United Park because um it's an experience and uh it would be definitely I would really recommend it to anyone. So I'm gonna get going anyways. Um so I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of uh Draw the United Talks. Um so I'm just gonna get going now and on my first Sort of topic that I want to talk about is Tim Clancy and the impact that he has made since he has joined the club and Kevin Doherty's, of course. Both men have done an absolutely unbelievable job since they've come in. Tim, uh, Kevin's been real. Kevin's been around um, at different clubs such as Shells, and um, so he knows he knows the League of Ireland and he knows Irish football. So he's a great, great man to have in there, and he's also uh, from talking to the players. They all love. They love the two of them, and uh, they're both doing an unbelievable job. Uh, as a fan, I do uh, have a lot of respect for Tim and Kevin because the work that they've done for the club. Um, they've really changed the atmosphere around the club. Um, it's been unbelievable, and um, long may it last. And many, and now they're both going on to do their pro licences, which is unbelievable for them. And which will give Tim, who's only Tim's only a young manager, and he's uh, only his first managerial job. Um, and he's doing an unbelievable job in Adrada. Um, he seems to let the players go out and express themselves which is always good to have that manager who will um let players go out and do their thing because the players want to, especially the younger players, feel like they can grow in Tim's squad because Tim really, like, really pushes players and wants to make them the players that, wants to make uh, better players and he wants to make them improve every day in a training and on the pitch when they can distribute to the club and uh, definitely it's been um, unbelievable having both of them here so far. I've um, I've really enjoyed having Tim around and also Kevin has. It's been he's really uh, changed as I said. Tim's really changed the atmosphere around the club. He's 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 brought in um his own way of playing, which is unbelievable way of playing. We really do play exciting football. We we manage to score a lot of goals like last season we were top goal scorers in the league. Um, and it's good to see um that he, he wants players to be able to express themselves as I said. Um but the the amount of goals that we scored last season was absolutely unbelievable. Uh, I don't think we really could have asked for a better season attacking was. and um, defending we were we were unfortunate with um some leaky goals that maybe could have been different and could have went either way but um we have to talk about the attack with we had three players um who really stood out last season about uh, getting double digits actually i'm going to talk about first about um uh, winger mark doyle mark doyle has been doyle has been absolutely unbelievable for drada um starting his way up at youth level and now pushing on and playing in the first team week in week out last season he was a real impact and he really knew where the net was and he also knew how to set up um good goals and he was he's a he's a rapid player and he, he's unbelievable on that wing and it's a player that um he's a real Real, he's one of the main core around the squad. Which this season we uh we will definitely need if we want to push on and get that get that promotion that we've been gunning for for the last two seasons now. Um, which is uh I do think um he will make a massive impact. I also think that Lionsy is probably the best striker in the league. And um, he's really improved under Tim. I do think uh, he gets better week in week out. Like he gets better as he, each week goes on. Um, I remember he like when we first signed them. We I knew he played for the likes of bows and that, and we, it was exciting having someone like him. But he's been really unfortunate with the cha- with like uh, injuries and um how is, uh how long he's lasted at clubs. But he's really seemed to have found his feet in Atalanta, and it's great to have a player like Lindsay. He is absolutely incredible in front of the goal, and he also knows how to assist. And also, Lyons, The thing is, he doesn't have to score twenty plus goals a season to be an unbelievable player. He he does more to his game. There's his his just his his attacking is obviously un- unbelievable, and just the way he um he's bigger defenders. I remember last season, I think it was a uh, Key Cowan from Finn Harps. um, he uh was marking Chris Lions, in both games, obviously in the playoffs in the first leg and the second leg, um, which was obviously a tough uh, opposition for Lynsey but Linesy was absolutely unbelievable against them and the height was uh the height difference between Key and uh, between Cowan and Lyons was was mad. Um but Lionsy really showed what he was he was I think Lyons, in my opinion, bullied Key Cowan uh, over them two legs. Um but he was he's an unbelievable player to have um and he's a real he's a real uh, he's a real leader as well. He really um he's a great player to have and I do think uh, if we can hold, I was. I think we were. We done well to hold on to him at the end of the season, um. Especially because I do think that he could have got his Premier Division move, but he wants to be playing. I think that players want to be playing week in, week out, and it's not really guaranteed when you go to a, obviously a big club like Bowes or Rovers or Dundalk, um obviously we don't like to talk about Dundalk, but um, you can admit that. You can admit they are a very good side, but um it's been great having lines around and uh long may he stay with the club but it was great to get that deal across the line um, and he obviously was our first deal first contract to get signed and um, I do think that was massive for the club and massive for him um, because he was he's been a real he's made a real impact since he's come in and um, he keeps making impacts so it's as long as that long may that last and when we return um, I have no doubt that he will return to match form and Flying, he'll be he'll be flying when we get back. Uh next player I'm gonna talk about was Stephen Meany. Last season out on that wing. Um he obviously he's been I've had him on my live interview, he's he's there was a great chat we had with make sure to check that out. Um he's had he's been very unlucky with injuries as of as I've like saw uh he's been but the way he's the way the way he's come back from his injuries, um it's the same with Wixie, both um similar players but I know mean is a preferred striker than a winger, but you, have, you like we had no really other options but to play him out there. And the job that he did out there was absolutely fantastic. Um, Got d- double-digit goals. He scored uh, goals against Adlone. He scored a hat-trick against Atlone actually. Uh, I think that was his first senior hat-trick, um, which was great for him. It was a, a goal scoring fest, as I said. We scored a lot of goals last season. We won that game five three, and obviously we let in a few goals last season that we were unfortunate about. Um, I do think that Meany is a great player. Um, obviously I do think he will uh once we get back. Uh, I'd look forward to seeing him back out on the pitch. Um, and uh, definitely it's been a last season. The attack was unbelievable, and uh, it was about it was all coming from Tim, who really let players get out there and then themselves. So I do think Tim has made an absolute massive impact since he's come into the club and uh, he's really changed the atmosphere around the club because it was really flat when um we had the likes of Pete Matton there, which uh, all and in all fairness Pete he got us back to the Premier Division. Um but towards the end it was we were unlucky with um the way twenty seventeen season went where we got relegated, um finishing bottom of the table, which was a very disappointing season. But you can't uh can't take it away from Pete also, but it was t- sort of flat towards the end of his time at Drada. So uh, I do think Tim has made a massive impact since he come in. And I do think, before you know it, we will be unlucky. We were unlucky not to be back in the Premier Division this season, but I do feel next season is there. We'll be back. But the next, next season, I mean, next now I'm going to talk about is uh, last season. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the season as a whole. I'm going to talk about the standout moments, such as Finn Harps, obviously, home and away. Luke McNally's headed winner versus Bray, which was a massive, massive three points in our season. Uh, And our losses against Longford, which we were, seemed to be our bogey team last season. Um, So first of all, I'm going to talk about the season as a whole. I thought it was an incredible season. Um, I thought we were very unlucky not to get, obviously, to get promoted, um, which was obviously the aim, but... To, to get as far as we did, bring it down to the second la- the second last game of the season against shells and a real title decider uh, in united park it was showed that the standard that our season was like that we had because shells brought in a lot of a lot of players and a, they spent a lot of money on that season um which probably well deserved that they did win the league, but to push them towards the final la final few games was uh, incredible, and that really showed the season we had' Because it's not as look. It's not. It's not an amazing budget we have in drawdown, but the community really pushed drawdown on towards the end of that season and really got us to where we wanted to. But it just wasn't really the the end we end we wanted. But uh, I'll talk about that Finn Harps game now in the next few minutes. Um, but I'm gonna also talk about um Luke McNally's headed winner versus Bray um in a one 0 win in the last couple of minutes. I remember Shawnee... Broke down there and it broke down the shiny and he whipped it in and McNally got in front of Luke, uh, in front of Sava, uh, which was a great finish and a great-headed goal. And it really showed the season that Luke had. Uh, Luke really changed. Um, he really was an unbelievable player to have in there. He's got nine goals last season from a centre-back, which is absolutely an, unbelievable. And he was just real composed and he was just an, he's an excellent defender and he definitely has a big future ahead of him. Um, and he's doing really well now with Pats. Obviously, he's one of their main centre backs. Uh, before the season got stopped due to the coronavirus, obviously. Um, but I do think Luke will uh, definitely. I do think he'll definitely um, keep going, and uh, I'd say there could be a move to, the likes of England um in the next few seasons for him if he uh keeps going the way he's going. So fair play to Luke, and uh, it was great having him in at the club last season. Um, I'm gonna also talk about now our losses versus Finn Harps, uh no not Finn Harps, sorry. I mean uh losses versus Longford. We played Longford three times last season, losing three one, uh one nil and three it was three nil. Um or no two one actually. It's two one um in, in the City Collins Stadium. I do think Longford uh last season we you didn't take our chances in the games. I think Lee Stacey is arguably one of the best keep, one of the best keepers in the country, in my opinion. He's uh, unbelievable for Longford and he um he's 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 really he's made a big impact in at Longford and he's a great little player, great keeper actually, and he's really he really kept them in the games that we played against them. He kept them uh, in with a hope, and they they did. To be fair to Longford, they bet us three times, and it was wasn't to be, and um, but we still finished. I think it was a couple of points ahead. I think it was like two points ahead of Longford, if I'm right. Um it was something along those lines. But um I do think that Longford are a great side and we were um very lucky against them last season, I do think. But um I'm also gonna talk about now towards the end of the season. Um towards the end of the season we had unbelievable turnouts at United Park. I'm gonna talk about now in specific the Shells game in United Park to the last home game of the normal season when we played shells for the title decider uh, it was a real um it was a massive game obviously it was depended really like obviously it didn't define our season because look to get as far as we did was like unbelievable like I know from other interviews that winning the league wasn't really like obviously you'd love to do it but it wasn't the priority and to even get to push for the league um in the last couple games was as I said before it was unbelievable and it was really what we what we wanted. And uh we really did well to push Shells. But the last game I'm gonna really I'm gonna like get in depth in that because I do think the turnout to United Park was just absolutely unbelievable. Sold out United Park, but I do think we could probably could've sold out again. Like there was a high demand for tickets. Um I think we could've sold out twice, to be honest, because there was a high demand for tickets and shells came in their numbers, which was shells are arguably one of the best fans in, in, in the country like they're great fans, Shells and um in fairness to them, they, they brought it down and they bet us um in our backyard, you know what I mean? And then um, to be fair to them, uh it was really unlucky and um, the game. I did feel that could have went either way. And um, shells were not it's not that they were lucky to win, but they they had it, it kind of fell their way. and um, we were getting on really on top when we had that card but I still think even with ten men to get the goal that we did uh with Luke McNally Obviously he was popped up there, um, with lions pulling the ball across from him and him smashing home was uh unbelievable. I do think uh it was a a great moment, um, it was a moment that I'll never forget personally. But then uh, we were unlucky with the goals. Then uh, obviously uh, Oscar Brennan got a volley from the uh, edge of the box, which uh, was unlucky by Luca, but uh, it went into the top corner then, and then Lorcan and Fitzgerald then nicked in and uh, stole um the the winner really the game that won them the the goal that won them the league, um but it was an unlucky game could have went either way we had our chances in the first we had a few chances in the first half as well and had a penalty shout we had a few few different things and then we got our goal in the second half but I thought we could have I thought we were gonna push on then but it just it, we were just unlucky and shells really showed that bit of class that they had with the likes of Kilduff and they even brought in your man Mancadia from uh, I think it's Covey played for um which was a good signing for them and really he's doing well now in the Premier Division, but I do think we could have went either way, um back that game. But um I'm also gonna talk about the Finn Harps game, uh, the Cabin game, home and away. Away we pushed him really, really well. Probably were unlucky not to win. Um then Jake Hyland got a great goal. It was a great finish, um, and it was a great turnout and Stradbrook that night by the draw of the fans. Actually I think we brought in more fans than Kevin Teeley did themselves. It was a great turnout by the fans who were really loyal to the club all season. Um I'm also now gonna talk about the the home game, the five one and six two on aggregate. Um oh like there's not much you could ask for that game. A centre back in a hat trick, where else would you see that? Um the energy from the team that night was just Simply incredible. Like you just miss them nights in United Park, um, especially the moments when so you score. Like and um, it's just you miss them nights, and it's been really enjoyable. To it was a really enjoyable night, and it was a great win. And then we went and played Finn Harps. Then on the Monday night, which I did think uh, was an unbelievable night. The first leg, i really, we really did believe that we were gonna go up then to Finn Park and and win. Like I thought we could have won. I could have went either way, but the weather obviously and the the pitch but which I'm gonna to touch on now in a few minutes but um I do think uh, the first leg was one of the best moments uh, in United Park. It, it, well obviously there's been an unbelievable moment in United Park, but when Christie scored that goal it was unbelievable. Um it was United Park really erupted um fans obviously onto the pitch and it was it was just it was oh, it was unbelievable and um I'll never forget it like personally. Cause I remember when the ball just went in the net, and just the emotions from it all, and the adrenaline was just ah, it's just like it's just them moments, like it's what you, it's what you, it's what fans love about football, and it's why we go to football. Do you know what I mean? To feel them moments, and uh, it was really enjoyable, and it was a, it was a great night. And uh, we had a few. The playoffs actually went. It was actually a good, a good run in the playoffs we had, especially with the Cabinteely game and the Finn Harps game in the first leg. And now uh, I'm gonna talk about the second leg. I do feel we were very unlucky. Um I do think that it was unlucky because we didn't really like the pitch was a joke. Like the pitch was an absolute it was a joke. And I'll say on here it was a joke because it wasn't fair on us coming up to Finn Park. It was lashing round and It was just it was not it was not what you wanted. And it was also because I'm not making excuses, you can't make excuses, but the pitch played a massive factor. Track their through the like they tracked theirs on a I think it was like a day before, to make it that even that bit more that bit more muddy and that bit more wet, you know what I mean? And um it was tough for the players. Um uh, like as as I think I think it was kind of Kane said. Sure, you couldn't see your boots after the game and um like you couldn't uh you couldn't see their boots after the game and it was it was a tough moment and it was a it was a bitter it was bitter, it was a bitter feeling because you just you it it looks like your season's really gone up in flames then because like it wasn't obviously because but looking from a fans from a league of like not from a draw the fans perspective from another fan like you've worked your you've worked your arse off all season for them moments and then it just blows up in front of you and it it must be it it must be really tough for the players because it was definitely really tough for us fans having to um feel that pain but obviously it's how you bounce back from them sort of moments and how you like regroup and how you um come back the next season not want because like now Droda will have that extra bit of hunger that bit that bit of flame that won't want them to feel what they felt towards the end of to at the end of the season because they feel like then that they that was a bad season but it wasn't a bad season because we really showed that we could play in Premier Division and we could play Premier Division probably could have played Premier Division this season especially with the signings that we've made which I'm going to also I'm gonna talk about that in the next topic, but um, obviously, like I do think uh, the pitch made a massive factor, and um, could have went either way that night. Also, we also were looking at the score. Then at the end, when I think we had a goal line clear, and I think Finn Harps had a fella cleared it off the line or something when we when we nearly scored. But I do think if we had a took at the penalties, um, we would have. I think we would have. It would have been confident, like especially on that pitch, you know, it wouldn't really. wouldn't really know what would happen but um it was a unlucky night and but it it didn't define our season but um because we did have a great season and uh, it was it was unbelievable um but obviously with the night in it um, we just could have went either way as i said before but um it went in finn harps way but you have to give it credit to finn harps um my next topic um before i talk about that i hope you are enjoying this so far um Look, you might switch me off, uh if I'm rambling on, but uh hopefully some of you might find it interesting, um. But thanks uh for getting this far, if you have um, it's been uh, it's been I'm enjoying this one so far, so uh thanks very much everyone. Um, the next topic I'm going to talk about is the signings that we've made this season, and the squad that we have this season, and the players that we also kept. And I was going to talk about like obviously Luke McNally, going back to Saint Pat's, um. But first of all, the signings that we've made this season have been very good. The new signings, I think we brought in Jack Chew, Dell, which was, I think Dell was a massive signing because that bit of experience, obviously he was with us back in 2012 and 20, no, not 2012, 2013, 2014. And them seasons when he was captain in the squad, um, which obviously he'd done a great job stepping in for Paul Crowley, who was a real leader for Gerrardt. Um, I remember he was obviously Paul Crowley was unlucky with a nasty leg injury, um, but he's uh, Paul Crowley was a real leader on the pitch, and um, it was great to have a player like him, and then Dell then to the step in and take the captaincy off him, um, obviously was massive because Dell is a real leader, and it's great to have him back. And from talking to the players as well, like they're really learning a lot off Dell, and um, Derek is a top top man and a top player, so uh, it's great to have him back uh, with the club. Thought that was a real sign. They done really well with shells, as shells won the title, uh, last season. But I do think signing uh, Jack Chute as well from Teeley. I remember watching him um, and I remember hearing from him, hearing about him that he was a super player, and he's really proved that so far since he's I uh, came in, and he's really um, he's really shaped up the defense, and he got us, he got his first goal for us uh, against UCD, but obviously uh, our last game before um, the season was stopped. Um, I think he was a good signing as well, and also I'm going to talk about Hugh Douglas now as well, which I thought that was a statement signing. He, uh, Hughie has a lot of experience. Um, he's really been around all the clubs. Like, he's really, he's really like he's been. A, he was a real hero down in Bray, and um, to signing him was massive, uh, especially from a, a side that, like Bray, who are really pushing for promotion, like us, and uh, to and it was the same with Jack Chu. Like, Kevin Tealy are doing well so far, and they have done really well last season finishing up fourth, if I'm right. Yeah, fourth. And, but they're only, like, two points behind us or something. Like, it was really tight between the second, third. It was a really tight top four, actually. Uh, obviously, Shells winning the league, then us coming second, and Longford coming third, and Cabo coming fourth. But to rob a player like Jack Chu, who was a real main defender, obviously not rob him, but uh, he was a real main defender for Cabin last season, and to bring him to Drada, who are obviously gunning out for promotion, like as I said, uh, and especially with Kevin Teeley, too, who are uh, also looking for it. So to get two players who are both looking for promotion with their sides and to bring them to our club is uh, massive. And uh, that's how you build your squad. Um, so it, it was great to have them two signed. Um, and also Dell as well, which, is, as I said, was a massive signing. Um, but yeah, not even unbelievable signings for the club. Um, and also keeping the squad that we kept, um obviously getting lines done, getting um like before the Cabin Tealy game was massive. And um, I do think um that was a like a real like now like when, once he signed, I think the players really had a clear understanding on what Tim wanted to achieve this season. Um so bringing lions in and keeping him uh was unbelievable. And um then following like I remember there was a lot of signings in one week which uh really showed that Tim wanted to get his business done early so that he could um, be ready for the pre-season when it did come and the season when obviously we've been unlucky with what happened this season um, and who really, who really knows what's going to happen but um, I do think the players that we've also kept like I think keeping our front three like as I said Wixie keeping him was massive um, I'm just going to talk about the four Wixie Doyle Meany I think they were all massive signings to get done uh, Shawnee Brennan real leader real knows ex- big experience around the club knows the club very well was massive and I also think our most underrated player last season, I do think it was Mark Hughes, really put in a shift every game, 10 out of 10, uh, really put in a shift every single game, and um, he's been absolutely massive for uh, John. I feel like his performances go underappreciated, um, but I do think he's an excellent player, and it was good getting him done. And Jake Highland, obviously, cup, uh, club captain, getting him done was good. Um, getting Then, then Conor, as I said, Connor Cain, James Brown, and then... Keeping get like we were unlucky to get rid of Kevin Faraher, who really was a great servant for the club, and I'll never forget his goal line clearance against Wexford back in twenty sixteen in the playoff final second leg. Really uh, got us promoted, to be honest, and he scored ahead of that game as well. So, um, he was doing unbelievable for the club, and he was a great servant. And bringing in then the defenders that we did like last season, we were as I said, we we were leaky at the back at some times. And to really like keep some, keep the defence and um, adding add, like adding the defence that we did, like as I said, Del, Chew and Hugh Douglas, I was massive. So, uh, I think that's uh, what we wanted to see, and um, it's been it's been excellent having the players, the likes of them, uh, sign to really uh, bulk up the defence and make it even better. Uh, then obviously, Luke McNally, uh, was on loan only on a one season, a one year loan. So we obviously had to go back to St Pat's, who's obviously he's doing really well now in the Pat. Uh he's their main defender before as I said, before the season stopped. So uh I do think Kevin McNally uh it was gonna be a massive loss because he did provide a lot and he was unbelievable in the air and it's just an unbelievable defender really composed, as I said, and um it's been great having it was great having him at the club and um I do think uh it was good having him and um yeah. Um my next topic we're gonna to talk about um is on the atmosphere towards the end of the season, especially the Shells game and the playoff games. Um I do think that was unbelievable. The Shells game and like specific because we sold out United you know, Park. Shell as I said, Shells came in their numbers, we came in our numbers and we packed out the place and it was just one of them atmospheres that you like like it's why we watch football and it's why we enjoy football so much, you know. And um must also now gonna talk about the playoff games, the atmosphere, and um, obviously the Cabin game was unbelievable. Especially home and away, especially when I said we packed out like we brought a good feed down the Stradbrook, and there uh, we brought more than sure they did, and it was uh unbelievable. Um and the Finn Harps game, obviously away. We brought up a massive crowd to Finn Park, to Bally Buffet. Uh obviously we we're lucky with the result. And then the home game uh was probably a bit the best uh, a bit of atmosphere we had uh, in my opinion because when when Lyons he scored that goal it was just carnage wasn't it really and um I do think it was uh, it was one of them moments that moments like I'll definitely when I when I'm older will look back on but I've had many of them moments um supporting Dragons since I've been really been since I've been born like so um you have to really uh, enjoy them moments when they come around cuz can't take them for granted and I know personally I won't be taking it and that for granted again especially during um what's after happening during this Virus, so uh, I do think it was a uh, massive, uh, massive games and massive occasions for the club. Good bit of income coming into the club, and um, it was great occasion for the club, and it was especially the shell game was unbelievable. Like like the the occasion for the club was class, like, um, and it was um definitely it, would, even the lead up to the shell game was was unbelievable. I remember it like even in scale, like you'd be just it's what you'd like every like every week myself when there's a game, I'm just excited for that. Because it's just what you like. It's what you love. Like I, like I love going into the draw again. Like I'd say, uh, anyone who like draw the fans listening to this would would agree with me. Um, but now um, it's definitely been an unbelievable, um, and uh, it's uh what we really look forward to, and hopefully we can have a few uh, like, like a lot more than, um, like a lot more than days when we do get to come back, which I'm gonna. Touch on now, and I'm going to talk about it now in the next few minutes about thoughts on the season so far and thoughts on playing behind closed doors and what to expect when we return. And I'm also going to try before I end it to encourage local fans to come to United Park because I do feel like that's a topic that we need to talk about. So, my thoughts on the season so far um, was was a great start. Like, we played three games and we won two. Like, you can't really obviously, you wanted the nine points, which we unlucky not to get the nine points. Um, talk about that Longford game in a minute But to go down the cove Obviously a tough place to go to And to get a good 2-0 win Lindsay Doing what he does best And he got an absolutely incredible goal On the, um, on the turn And bang into the bottom corner It was a great finish And then Sean Brennan With a penalty Which was not really in doubt was it Um, So Unbelievable Um, It's a good start to the season and It's the start that we wanted um, I'm going to talk about now The The Longford game the first home game of the season um, where we lost 1-0, unfortunately. But I do feel like that game really could have went either way. I do think we had the better chances. And uh, as I said, Lee Stacey again really saves. Kevin Teeley, especially at the end when Lyons nearly scored. And when Doyle had a shot tipped onto the crossbar. Um, I do think that that game could have went either way. And we also had a goal that was offside. So uh, as I said, the game could have really went either way. Um, but we were unlucky. And I have to give credit to Longford. Uh, and then the UCD game. Um, best game obviously so far unbelievable 5-1 4-0 up after what 30 minutes you can't ask for more really um, and especially like the players that got the goals I get Lions got from right I think Lions got one or two he might got two I think he got one Adiemo got one Um, Adie, and I'm going to talk about Adiemo as well because Adiemo has really um, and he, all the really like have been unbelievable for the club so far I do think um the likes of bringing um, the U back and uh, <clears throat> signing the U was really good. Um, I do think Adiema was a is a, obviously he was scored against UCD and uh, he's really he really stepped up in pre season as well and really showed to him that he could be in with a in with a like a strong place uh, in the starting eleven. And yeah, uh, obviously his first I, I, he was unlucky with an injury and um, before when the season initially started. So um I do think uh, bringing him in and getting his goal really probably meant a lot for him, especially at a young age and he's really ripped it up for the 90s. So uh he's been unbelievable. And uh hopefully long made that last. Um so I do think the season so far, um uh sure like there's not a lot you, you can't really defend you can't really define it in after three games, so I'm gonna talk about now. Um playing behind closed doors and what it would mean to the club. Um, playing behind closed doors would be an interesting one. I do think a uh, a lot of thoughts gonna have to go into it, by by not by the club, by the FAI, and um, because what look I don't really know where the clubs are gonna be making their their income because maybe they might do streaming and then like where you'd be able to pay for it like as a virtual ticket. Um, I do think that's a good option, but what well, I'm I, I like I'm not I'm not a professional, so I wouldn't really know much. But I do think uh, it'll be interesting as a fan's perspective. Don't like the idea of it behind closed doors. I'd love to be able to go in and see them. But if that's what happens to get football to come back, then uh, and when it's safe to do so, um obviously it's a fast moving situation, uh, COVID nineteen. And um I'm not obviously not a health I'm not a doctor. I'm not I'm not I nothing about them health and gu- I know, whatever the health guidelines and uh, but there'll have to be a lot of protocols that would have to come in place and um I do think it'll be interesting to see and I really hope that football can get back up in the way. And especially now we're gonna learn a lot now obviously from the Bundesliga coming back, which has been a I think that's been alright so far. Um but watching it is it's it's mad because like, you just you can hear the players and all and um it's interesting. It's like a it's like a training game, which is a bit it's not what you want, but if 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 that's what we need to do to get football back then when it's safe to do so obviously then you have to deal with it and hopefully we'll get some way of watching it. Um but and, and now the Premier League coming back now seventeenth of June and, um, I do think that will be uh, one to watch out for because I do feel uh, we'll be able to base our information off uh, other leagues coming back and I know the league is coming back as well next week if I'm right as well so uh, it'll be interesting to see Um, I also think um, what to expect when we return whether it's behind closed doors or with fans in um, I do expect to see draw back in form hopefully back in the form that we did before the season got stopped but uh, coming off a 5-1 win I thought our season was really going to get going then hopefully maybe we could have went on a, a few game streaks where we could have won all of them but um, I think the fixtures would have been I think we had decent enough fixtures I think we were supposed to be playing Rovers B away which obviously yeah, it's going to be it's probably going to be a tough game but probably I'd be expecting Gerard to get the three points but um, that would have been a good game but I also think uh, it'll be interesting to see when we come back Um. Hopefully the players will get their training in when they return. Be like a, like a pre-season. And uh, we'll definitely see um, how it gets on. Um, I'm going to encourage, before I end this now, which I've been what, is it 30, 36 minutes in so far. It's a great time, actually. Um, I'm going to talk about encouraging local fans to come to night Park. Drada is a community club. um. We're all, we're all supporting the same club, whether you're, like, it doesn't really matter, you, everyone should come down, and support their local club, um, and I'd really encourage, if you're a local, Draw the fan, If you're, not even if you're, like, if you're from Draw the, and you're listening to this, make sure you, you, like, you take the time out when football, when, when fans can return, like, the first game back, when fans can be able to come in the stadium, it's free, and I'd encourage everyone to come, because, you're going to be part of a community, and you'll really feel it, and I've really felt the lately, like, because of the support on my account has, on my Instagram page for, obviously, Geordie Knight fan page has just been unbelievable. And, uh, it's, like, people are, people are just being unbelievable to me, and I'm very grateful for the support that I've got. Um, but it's a real community. And the motto is, our town, our club, our community. And, I uh, know, one town, one club, one community. And our town, our club, our community. So, I really would, uh, encourage anyone to come down, and, uh, experience it cause it's, and it's a great experience bring your mates bring anyone um, because when I go with my mates it's it's unbelievable it's, it's just you just have to you have to live it to understand it and um, I'd say mainly everyone who's listening to this has been down and I really would encourage people to come down it's been it's unbelievable and it's a great experience for everyone even League of Ireland I'm also going to encourage League of Ireland get down support your local club if you don't support your local club go down experience a match stand in with the passion and you'll feel it. Really would. It's unbelievable, and it's uh, I know all League of Ireland fans will agree with and that with me. Um, it's great, and I really would encourage anyone instead of sitting on that sofa and watching Premier League. Like it's all right to watch Premier League because I do it as well. Do you know what I mean? I do do it. I do enjoy watching the Premier League, but you have to get out and experience your local club. It's what it's all about. It's what football's all about, and the passion that comes from the League of Ireland. And I really do think it's the, as they say, the the greatest league in the world. So. uh yeah I'd really encourage anyone to come down so this has been episode two uh I've been Luke McQuillan I'm very grateful for listening and if you've gotten this far um, thank you very much um it's been it's just been I've really enjoyed talking to you I really enjoyed uh and I'm really grateful for you for spending 40 minutes listening to me Um, you do it every Friday but uh, (laughs) um I'm very grateful and I really do hope that you enjoyed this podcast this episode because um, really, I've really enjoyed it um, and I've really enjoyed talking about Drada and I've really enjoyed talking about last season and what I've spoken about, you'll obviously you'll know but um, thank you very much for tuning in thank you for listening, you will find us on Spotify and also on Anchor um, at, and it's Drodda United Talks, so this has been me Luke McQuillan and this has been Drodda United Talks, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you very soon thank you